0: The one who uh, arranged this worship service, so I have no idea why I put myself after those guys. Because uh, there's no way I can live up to that, right? So, uh, so that was uh, not, not my smartest move ever. But uh, uh, thank you so much. That that was so good. Our kids did so great. Uh, for those of you who are new with us this morning or, or haven't been here for the last couple weeks. We are in a sermon series right now called Faithful, Christmas Through the Eyes of Joseph. And I've, uh, I've wanted to preach about Joseph during the Advent season for a number of years, and then a book was written this year uh, where the author uh, was talking about Christmas through the eyes of Joseph, and I, saw, I, I thought, perfect timing. So uh, so we've been walking through the little bit that we know about Joseph the last couple weeks and trying to see if there's anything for us to learn. We don't know that much about him, so we're kind of reading between, between the Lines uh, in a lot of ways. So, uh, the first week we talked about Joseph the carpenter. We talked about him being really ordinary in nature and yet God doing an extraordinary thing through him. Uh, And in the same way, God wants to do the same with us. And then last week, we talked about Joseph the Merciful. Uh, Joseph was a man of mercy and compassion. He could have thrown Mary out into the streets, into the cold, all by herself. He could have put all the blame on her, and yet he took it upon himself. He was an incredibly compassionate person in that moment. And uh, there's a lot for us to learn about uh, about mercy, about compassion, about forgiveness from Joseph in the way that he treated Mary. Uh, today I want to explore one more really simple concept about Joseph and see what there is for us to learn here this morning. So I'm going to read uh, the same passage that we read last week in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 1. Uh, but then just go a couple verses further than where we traveled last week. So, uh, so this is Matthew 1. Uh, starting with uh, verse 18, and it should be on the screen for us here. Uh, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So that's where we got to last week. Uh, But this new section this morning uh, is is the one that I want to focus on on so so continuing on here, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, "Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what uh, what she has said uh, sorry, I lost my place here Don't, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is uh, what was said Joseph uh, I think I typed this out wrong. Uh, what do we have here uh, uh, what, what has been said uh, it has been done. She has uh, been conceived in, in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Sorry about that. Uh, so that, that last section, the new part this week, uh, I think is really, really interesting, and that's what I want to focus on uh, this morning, this one really simple phrase, this phrase that gets used often over and over throughout Scripture, especially when people encounter these supernatural uh, encounters is this phrase, do not be afraid, keeps coming up. And so that's the phrase that I want to kind of highlight this morning that I think is is really, really central to this passage and really central to understanding who Joseph was and what he has to teach us is is the first encounter, the first thing that is said by the angel to Joseph is, do not be afraid. It's the first message that Joseph is meant to hear here this morning because of course he's scared, right? Right? Of course he's scared. He's had, this has been a weird uh, couple days or maybe a weird 24-hour period for him already. He's already uncertain, but he's kind of made up his mind about what he's going to do. And he goes to bed that, that night probably thinking that I've got some clarity about the way forward. And suddenly he has this weird dream in which a messenger from God shows up randomly. And the first thing they said is, is do not be afraid whoa, 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 of course he's afraid, this is a really scary thing, we like the known and the comfortable, we like, we like things to be in their place, we like stability in our lives and here's an angel showing up in his dream, messing up everything that he probably had in mind, not to mention the fact that this is a really supernatural event and this probably would have freaked him out. Uh, Uh, And it would freak us out as well. With regard to the angel, we are, we as humans are touch and see kind of people. So the fact that an angel shows up to him, uh, would have messed with his mind. Uh, he would not have understood this. We're not used to supernatural occurrences, uh, and it unlikely, it, it likely would have freaked him out. I was talking with Effie. Uh, this week, and he was telling me a story about uh, praying for a friend of his one time a, f- a number of years ago, and he had this friend that came to his mind, and, and he cared about this friend, and this friend didn't know Jesus, and, and he said, I felt God telling me to pray for this friend, and so he prayed for his friend over and over again. Every day, he'd pray for his friend, and, and a number of months later, I don't know how, how long later in the story, but he was talking with his friend, and his friend kind of out of the blue said, you know, I've been thinking about Jesus a lot lately. And I have a few questions for you. Uh, And and so, uh, but we're not used to those kind of stories. That kind of story would freak When Effie told me, it kind of freaked me out too because... uh, We see in those kind of stories, supernatural occurrences, they don't make sense to us. They freak us out kind of like, what do you mean you've been thinking about Jesus lately because I've been praying for you every day? Those things don't make sense in our kind of modern way of thinking. We don't know what to do with stories like that, and it can kind of scare us. So when the angel shows up in supernatural form and in a supernatural way, of course Joseph is freaked out. We would be too. I would be too. Kind of of a side note here is that the irony is that God is about to show up in this story in a very natural human way through Jesus, the human, and that is going to be so much more disorienting than God showing up in a supernatural way. That's kind of just a side note, but I kind of found that ironic that... uh, uh, the, the freaky thing is going to be the hum- that God becomes a human, not that God comes in a, in a supernatural way. But uh, moving on. So Joseph is afraid, and rightly so, because this is a really weird story. For God to show up in a supernatural way through a dream and tell Joseph this, it's a, it's a very weird story. But But the more I think about this story, I'm not so sure that the angel saying, do not be afraid, it isn't because, uh, it's because the angel thought that Joseph would be freaked out by this freaky supernatural occurrence. I think the angel uh, knows that what Joseph is actually going to be more scared of is the content of the message. When the, when the angel says, do not be afraid, I'm not so sure that the angel is calming uh, Joseph's nerves about this supernatural occurrence. I think maybe what the angel is actually saying is, I'm about to tell you a message that is going to make you really, really uncomfortable. And so I'm telling you up front, don't be afraid because what I'm about to share with you is going to be weirder than the fact that an angel is visiting you in a dream. The content of this message is going to take you out of your comfort zone. It's going to be scary and weird and maybe even a little bit dangerous. Uh, Adam Hamilton, the writer of the book that I'm kind of cribbing some of these thoughts from, he says, when God calls you to do something and the opening words are do not be afraid, you likely should be afraid. Whatever follows is sure to be outside your comfort zone. It may be a call filled with challenge and risk. In fact, sometimes God will call us to do the thing we absolutely do not want to do. Uh, Joseph is being asked to do something incredibly daring and courageous, maybe even really foolish, uh, And the main thing that we see about Joseph in our text today is that he actually goes through with it because he is a man of courage. Joseph is lots of things, but most certainly he is a man of courage. He accepts the challenge. He's being asked to take on public shame and scrutiny by fathering a child that is not his own. Uh, And we talked about this last week, that this decision to show mercy to Mary and to Father Jesus would have come with tremendous social consequences. It's a really, really daring move that he's about to take upon himself. But even more, he's being asked to father the Son of God. That is a weird calling. That is a scary thing for an angel to bring you a message about. I'm asking you to father a child that's not your own, but oh, by the way, uh, the child is the son of God. Uh, This is scary. This is a crazy ask from the angel. Talk about parenting pressure. Don't be afraid, Joseph. God's saving plans for the world are being entrusted to your care. Uh, That is crazy pressure, this extraordinary risk. And the awesome thing about Joseph is that he actually goes through with it. He actually believes and obeys. He actually marries Mary and raises Jesus. Joseph is an incredibly brave man, a model of courage for us. Uh, and like the characteristics that we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, uh, Joseph... Likely would have passed this characteristic down to Jesus, like he's passed along so many other characteristics. Uh, and indeed, throughout the Gospels, we see Jesus as a character of bravery, confronting his fears and choosing the risk of courage. Uh, I think about Jesus praying in Gethsemane the night before he goes to the cross, right? He is so anxious about the risky path that he is on, that he's literally sweating blood in the garden. He's pleading with God to allow this cup to pass from him. He's scared. Uh, He knows God is asking him to do something uh, really, really scary, uh, to finish this risky, terrifying journey that he's on. Yet Jesus chooses to courageously do God's will to willingly go to the cross. Uh, And as Joseph so beautifully passed on the example of bravery to Jesus, we are invited to learn this same lesson of courage from our servant Savior, our humble King. Uh, Author... Uh, And humanitarian Gary Haugen in his book, Just Courage, says this, When it comes to being brave, we should picture the courage of Jesus, the power to fearlessly speak the truth, the freedom to selflessly love, the strength to unflinchingly stretch oneself on a cross. And the truth is, in our deepest core, we are actually made to be like that. This is our calling as disciples of Christ, as followers of Jesus, is to embody this courageous life in our own lives. To be daring, brave, and courageous as our Savior was daring, brave, and courageous. And as his father, Joseph, was daring, brave, and courageous. And yet we certainly know that it won't be easy. God's calling is not for the faint of heart. This is not an easy calling. It's risky. It's challenging. It's scary. And if you are like me, you often want to say no. I often want to say no to God's uh, courageous calling in my life. Yet, while we so easily succumb to fear and are paralyzed into comfort and complacency, our true created nature is one of strength, boldness, and courage. Again, from Gary Haugen, he says, Deep within all of us, there is a yearning to be brave. And like all of our deepest, truest, and best yearnings, it comes from how we are made. Courage The power to do the right thing, even when it is scary and hard, resonates deeply with the original shape of our soul. God has formed us with bravery in mind and is constantly calling us to a life of courage. Uh, From Adam Hamilton, he says, God says over and over in Scripture, in essence, don't be afraid. Don't surrender to your fears. I've got something important for you to do, and I'm going to do something great if only you will put one foot in front of the other. It's as if God is saying to us, follow me beyond what you can control, where your own strength and competencies can take you, and beyond what is affirmed or risked by the crowd, and you will experience me and my power and my wisdom And my love. God is calling us out into this great, courageous adventure to follow Him out into the world and to be daring on His behalf. And He promises to be with us. It won't be easy. It's not for the faint of heart, but God is inviting us out into a courageous journey of faith, saying, Don't be afraid. Uh, If you're like me uh, and are on Facebook, once a, a couple, maybe a couple times a week a facebook memory pops up onto your facebook timeline and uh this week uh, i thought it was kind of funny that uh, a picture popped on onto my timeline and this was the picture i don't know how well you can see it that's me and that's zoe uh she's uh she's about six months old at that point and we're still living in seattle and we know we're coming here to bozeman at this time and uh i was a stay-at-home dad and uh And what do you do with a little baby when you're a stay-at-home dad? uh, For me, I would go on walks. And we went on a lot of walks. I'd strap her to my chest, and we'd walk all over Seattle uh, together. I'd take her on the bus like this. We went on all sorts of grand adventures together all over Seattle. But this was the last picture, a selfie that I took of me and Zoe before we moved to Bozeman. It was our last walk. It was kind of my last day at home and uh, knowing full well that God was calling us out onto this grand, courageous adventure to leave uh, there, to, to leave everything we knew to, to leave, there were so many unknowns we were comfortable in Seattle, we barely knew anyone here in Bozeman. We were leaving behind our dearest friends. Uh, I was kind of putting my career ambitions on hold at least for a little while. Uh, Uh, And and we didn't really know what to expect. We were kind of moving out in faith. I was going to work for Gary, which is an adventure in and of itself. Uh, So many unknowns. Uh, It was a daring move to leave the comforts and blessings of Seattle and step into the unknown of Bozeman. And yet it's been one of the greatest blessings of our lives. Uh, So the question for us... Is what great, new, life-changing, world-altering adventure is God inviting you into that might require bravery and courage? And will you say yes? What is God inviting you into that might be hard, that might be scary, that might require more of you than you're normally willing to give? And will you say yes? What is stirring within you? What are you passionate about? What job would you would you uh, love to have in this life? What person needs your love and attention? Who do you need to reconcile with uh, on this third Sunday in Advent, where we are celebrating the joy of Christ? having come into the world what brave exciting scary new adventure is god becking you to embark on that might just result in an unexpected and unbelievable joy uh, in the words of adam hamilton on joy sunday or any other day my hope is that you will remind yourself that almost all of your most exciting life-giving and joy-filled experiences have come because you took a risk stepped outside your comfort zone and said yes to God's call in spite of your fears. Do not be afraid. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much that you call us to things that take us outside of our comfort zones, that rattle us a little bit. And we pray this morning that like Joseph, you would give us the courage to say yes to those scary endeavors that you would give us the courage to say yes uh, to reconciling with that person whom relationship has been broken with, to quitting that job that we know isn't right for us so we can branch out into a new adventure. Whatever the thing is that you uh, have in our mind right now, we pray that you would give us the courage to act. Uh, And we thank you so much that Joseph and his son Jesus Uh, pave the way, model the life of courage for us so that we can try to follow them out into the world faithfully. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.